Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Jessica, the founder and host of podcast Human to Human. So firstly, I'd love to kind of give you the opportunity to give a little bit more background about who you are and what you do. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, Aline. Um, Yeah, my name is Jessica McDonald. I am a 20-year-old psychology student studying in downtown Toronto, Canada, and I started Human to Human uh, amidst the pandemic, uh, really as an outlet uh, to speak about the things that I think I started to talk to my friends about, all the challenging things we experience as human beings um, that definitely started to make me feel a lot more comforted, realizing that other people were going through the same thing. And I thought that other people could really gain value from the topics that I share on the podcast, such as things I learned in therapy, dating stories I have, epiphanies I have, and just overall like life lessons I'm experiencing. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I'd love to kind of start by talking a little more about your podcast because I think, like, as you kind of mentioned before, that's something that's pretty important to you. And I would love to kind of know, firstly, why you decided to start the podcast in the first place. Like maybe if there was a moment where you decided you would start it um, and how you kind of developed that idea for it. Um, And I know you touched on this a little bit before, but I'd just love to know a few more details about how you got started. Yeah, so I've always been a very creative person. I grew up doing musical theater from the time I was probably eight years old until about 15. I sang and danced and and acted on stage. And so um, I started to then become creative in terms of more writing and journaling and photography as well in my later years of high school before I graduated. Um, But I've always been a very passionate person. And um, what really sparked me starting to find my own work way was I was in a long-term relationship in high school and when we broke up I realized that I had been really neglecting myself and uh, not not like paying attention to how I felt and what I really cared about and what I wanted to do just for me I felt very tied down and connected to another person so that opened a huge door for me to explore my own creativity and how I was feeling and to put myself first in my own life and so that's when I started to study psychology in university and then um, amidst the pandemic I experienced moving out of my apartment downtown with my best friend. I didn't get to see any of my friends that I was hanging out with anymore. I went through a heartbreak and all of us globally were grieving. And so as I started to try and seek other experiences that were similar to mine, I thought, well, I love sharing my experiences. I love talking. I'm very creative and I'm very passionate. I got really into self-care after high school as well and like the self-help books. And so once that sort of all unfolded, I wanted to feel like I could share my own experiences and hopefully give other people comfort in that if you've been heartbroken or if you lost someone close to you or just different things you struggle with and just go through as a young person. And so that's when I got the idea. Podcasting was becoming really big and I thought, I think I can do this. And I reached out to some other people I knew hosting podcasts and it just became such a source of joy for me. And my friends were all very supportive and they've all come on the show. And so um, it's been a real um, fun, fun adventure. And I've learned so much and gotten to meet so many people through it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. And absolutely. I think really what makes you start these new adventures or these new journeys is your uh, or are your experiences so absolutely and so on your podcast 
Um, and I know you mentioned this as well before, but what are some of the types of things that you typically talk about or maybe some topics that you've covered pretty recently? And mm-hmm. is it more, you know, individual? So you're kind of having a talk just to your audience individually, or is it more conversing with others and just having conversations with other people? So now it's more of both, but I do do mostly solo episodes. My first two seasons were all guest stuff pretty much, but I found the solos is where I really shine and I get to share topics and ideas that I'm really, really passionate about. So some things that I'll share when I'm alone on the podcast are different things I've learned from therapy, which can include hustle culture and how that can be so detrimental to our mental health and and lead us into a spiral of just working so hard to prove our worth. And so I talk a lot about feeling worthy, trusting yourself, knowing when a decision is right for you. And it's really difficult to always choose the path that you know is right for you because we can get so caught up in other voices. So I talk a lot about those types of things, you know, staying authentic to yourself, finding your way through life. And then I love talking about relationships. I love talking about dating. So I tell lots of stories about that. I was single for two years. So I tell a ton of different crazy first date stories, ghosting stories, all that fun stuff. And now I've found myself in a relationship because of the podcast. Actually, I met him um, through a guest that came on the show. And now um, I'm so glad he's super comfortable with me sharing different things I learned from our relationship. And so I talk a lot about that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. I mean, obviously, yeah, these are really important topics to you as well. And so um, when you decide to choose a topic for a certain episode, is it more the inspiration you get in the moment or the inspiration you get recently? Or maybe do you have like a set of clusters or of topics that you kind of want to cover within a certain frame of time? or just so on. Yeah, I definitely just fly from the seat of my pants wherever my heart is leading me, whatever I really have on my mind that day or that week or that month or that season of life. The things I really talk about in therapy are things that I end up wanting to bring to the show. Um, And anything that I'm personally struggling with or have struggled with in the past, I genuinely always say on every episode when I am talking about this or giving advice, I'm giving it to myself. I am always speaking back to myself because everything I share are things that I am working on and I am not perfect in any sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, I know that in addition to your podcast, you actually run a blog as well. So on your blog, do you do something similar or is that something a bit different? Yeah, so the thing about the blog and the podcast, the blog started way before the podcast. um, And both of those are a real source of creativity for me that I don't ever want to put constraints on. And I started to put constraints on the podcast. And I'm removing all of them now because I just I want it to I want the blog and the podcast to be something that I post on when I feel called to when I feel inspired to, um, and not something I force. And that's how the blog was created. I always loved creatively writing and expressing myself through that form and I started to read over some of the things I would write when I was about 17 or 18 and thought I love this like I want to share this I have a dream of writing a book one day and so anytime writing or writing is really interesting because I'll just get lines that I hear like a sentence or a phrase and I'm like it just replays over and over in my head and then I'm like oh my god I have to write that down and then it it genuinely just pours out of me um the podcast topics are a bit more structured but they do come very naturally but my writing that I share on my website um that is really just a creative outlet um to express my emotions Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's incredible. I feel like sharing your perspective is always a great thing. So I love that you're doing that with both your blog and your podcast, Um, you know, sharing your perspective, your thoughts. And so I think that's really, really cool. And actually in running your podcast and your blog, do you have maybe like a favorite part about both of these things that you do? Yes, I can tell you what is absolutely not my favorite part. And my <laughs> the thing that is not my favorite part is editing my podcast. Mm-hmm. And honestly, editing the writing, I also don't enjoy that much. That is something I would love to one day have uh, to outsource to have someone else do hire someone, um, if mm-hmm. it, you know, can be a career option for me. Um, but the thing I love the most is just the feeling I get when I record an episode or when I write something that has been stewing in my head because it feels like such a release for me and it feels like that's my purpose here and my purpose on the earth or my the joy I get from life is when I have these creative thoughts, feelings, or juices inside of me and I get to put it out there and sit back once I finish an episode or once I finish a blog and I'm like, Oh, like, wow, that came out maybe differently than I expected, or maybe it came out exactly as I was hoping it to, but it's just a, a real form of release for me. And so that's why I do it. I, I don't think I would enjoy my life if I pushed those desires down and didn't um, create. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. And um, kind of on the same topic of what you feel is the most uh, important thing or your favorite thing about, you know, running your blog and your podcast. Is there maybe a favorite episode that you've recorded in the past or maybe an article you've written that was just especially significant to you? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I, I always feel like I think artists like who create music also say this is their favorite is the unreleased because it's, you know, <laughs> the most recent, the most relevant to what you're experiencing and feeling right now. Um, but I do love I, I wrote I, I, I was gonna say I wrote I spoke and I made an episode of the podcast called Getting Ghosted. And this was right after I got I got ghosted by someone. We were talking and then he completely vanished off the face of the earth, or at least the face of my phone. Um, and I was really down about it. And then I had an experience that made me think, oh my God, this is not about me at all. And I had a, a perspective shift of what it of what it means when someone just completely stops talking to you. And I was just so goofy and so silly and so crazy in that episode. I was laughing out loud when I was editing it to myself. And so that was an episode I recorded before I even started the season I'm currently on, which is season three, which is where I decided to just do solo episodes. So I think that episode was a real pivotal moment where I was like oh my gosh okay I need to like redirect and do way more things by myself because this is funny and I think people can find comfort in it mm-hmm. um and it's interesting I all of all of the things I create often come from at least the most powerful ones to me come from really negative experiences like my most powerful blog post I would say would be from when I was having my my dad was having some health issues and I, it was a really tough time on my family and and our life and I wrote about it one day when I was on the subway and it was very, very personal and very vulnerable. And I think it was such a healthy way for me to process what I was going through and grieving um, Mm -hmm. and put it out there. And so that's one that's really personal to me, but definitely is a favorite, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And I absolutely agree. I think, you know, the most recent ones or the ones that sprout from recent experiences definitely are 
like really meaningful to you in the moment. And I feel like um, I really just appreciate you for sharing that. And I know that generally when you do take on new projects or um, when you are listening to new perspectives through a podcast, for example, you definitely learn a lot of new things and typically grow or you develop your mindset. And so whether it was a solo episode or an episode with a guest, what are a few of those lessons or new ideas or just points of views that you were able to develop through both your blog and your podcast? Oh, um, there's so many things I get I take away from guest episodes. Um, so many things that get brought up that I I really wouldn't have thought about before. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's so great when you have guests on your show because it can go in such a different direction than you think it would, and they can bring up things that you would never think about. And I think when you do, I'm sure you feel like this when you do a lot of guest episodes. There are clear favorites and and other ones. My favorite feeling actually when I do guest episodes is when I sit there. And I can't even think of a specific one because it happens quite often, but I will sit there after asking a question, listen to my guests answer and they finish. And I just think there's absolutely nothing else I could even add to this because you hit the nail right on the head. You just Mm -hmm. spoke so clearly and articulated that, that topic or that idea or that lesson so well that I just, this is why you're here because I don't even have anything to say now. And it's the, it's the best feeling ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think you know, when your guest, especially since my podcast is just entirely guest episodes, like when your mm-hmm. guest hits on something like perfectly, I definitely agree. I think it's just like the way they put it, it's just beautiful. And I, I think there's just not much you can really add on to it. So I absolutely agree with that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, would you say that um, in your life or just in your life or throughout the projects that you've done, um, there were any challenges that you personally faced that also kind of taught you something new or really helped you to grow as a person? Yes, 100%. Both with the blog and with the podcast, I was so nervous and scared and insecure. And I really struggled with what other people will think, what other people will say. Will people think I'm weird? Will someone judge me for this? And I, I struggle with that the most in dating settings, especially with the podcast. The blog, I feel, is a bit different because you're reading something I wrote and it's not like my entire personality and demeanor and voice and like who I fully am. You're listening to that. That's what's hard about the podcast is I was scared people would hear that and think I'm crazy for sitting in my room and talking to a microphone <laughs> about myself and my life. Um mm-hmm. But all of all of these fears really just showed me that people will come into your life who love it and who totally jive with it. And the people who don't aren't meant to be in your life. They can teach you a lesson. But if a guy thinks I'm weird for this or a friend reads my blog and judges me for it, well, they're likely not someone you want in your life anyway because you're doing the thing you love and they – their judgments about it, if they really do make judgments, is way more about themselves than you. Um, and the thing that all of this made me learn so much too is it brought people into my life who are who see what I'm doing and really connect with it in some way in their own life. Like I literally met my boyfriend because of the podcast, which I could have never dreamed up because I was so terrified of dating because of the podcast. It's always a thing I fear mentioning when I first meet new people but I think it's actually a superpower and it's like a strength that I can slowly learning how to be confident about it to bring out to other people because it is more common nowadays too to just share more of your life online Mm -hmm. yeah right definitely yeah thank you so much for sharing that and yeah I definitely think it's really really cool how influential your podcast and your blog were towards your life I think 
that's really something incredible. And, um, and I know that's something you actually value a lot and find really important to you. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned it on your podcast and maybe on your blog as well, but is staying true to yourself and just doing things that make you genuinely happy. And so I would love to kind of get to know your stance on that a bit more and maybe have you just provide a few insights and advice about um, about that subject that you think my audience might find useful. Yeah, I think um, through the course of our life, we're always going to question ourselves and doubt ourselves. And I think sometimes that's a part of the creative process or that's a part of following a passion of yours is if you're not doubting it, well, and if you're not scared of it by it, then really, are you doing the right thing? Are you doing the thing that's really going to fill you up and and bring that joy to your life? Um but I, I was just thinking about this last night in terms of if you have FOMO. So if you're if you have the fear of missing out, if someone's doing something and you're like, oh, well, I wish I was doing that right now. I was thinking about that and I was feeling FOMO and I was like, well, that is making me not present in the moment I'm in right now. Think about maybe how that person is feeling in the situation they're in right now. Would I really want to be feeling that way at this exact moment? And it really changed my perspective because I'm, I'm really learning right now how to trust myself and how to know that like I am making the right decisions for myself because it, it's so easy to see what other people are doing and be like, wait, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, meeting new people right now like they are or I'm not studying that in school or working that job. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, and your body tells you what's right for you. And so I think it's, for me, it's constantly reassuring myself of that. It's, it's having grace with myself and learning from your mistakes and not getting down on yourself about your mistakes and crying about it too. Like, oh my gosh, I literally cry so often (laughs) because it's such a release of emotions for me. And it really can help you figure out what's going on and what you're not um, happy with in your own life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the way you put all of that was absolutely perfect. And absolutely. I also really just agree with those insights that you brought up as well. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. What would you say are, you know, some of the other topics that have recently been important to you or, you know, just on your mind that you'd like to share? For example, I know you actually mentioned hustle culture a little bit to be one of those types of subjects um, that have recently kind of come up in your mind. And you also mentioned it in this episode. And I noticed that um, you also created a podcast episode just kind of covering um, a few of these types of topics. And so I'd love to kind of just hear your perspectives on all of this. Yeah, hustle culture is something that we experience in capitalism. And I took a sociology class uh, in the summer, which was great, which taught me a lot more about kind of the societal structure of that and more of the societal perspective of it. But through therapy, I've really learned um, how that affects my own life personally. And I recently actually I recorded an episode all about hustle culture and how I hate it and how we shouldn't feel like we need to prove ourselves constantly and hustle for our worth, especially if you are like a hard worker and just have that kind of instilled in you. Um, But ever since I recorded that episode, I had a therapy session recently and I really actually, you know, like the stereotypical, like you go to therapy and you talk about your childhood. Well, this was like I've totally talked about my childhood in in short bits and pieces in the past like year and a half I've done it. But this was a session that I never I did not every therapy session I go into, I don't expect what I'm going to come out with it. You can never, you know, understand or predict how they're going to go. But anyway, so I come out of this session and we talk so much about growing up in a musical theater environment. And I grew up with friends that were two years older than me by the 
from the time I was 11. So I was, I felt internally like I was competing and always wanting to make sure I was keeping up with them and they weren't going to forget about me. And I could mentally be 13, even though I was 11 or 12 or whatever. And this also instilled hustle in me. And so our society definitely makes this worse and definitely encourages people to work really hard and take no breaks and mm-hmm. keep pushing yourself to achieve your dreams. But the thing is, once you achieve one dream, the way this mindset is, is you're like, okay, well, now what? And then you just come up with a new one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so much more important to enjoy the process. And what I learned also from looking into my childhood was that. I am enough and I have to remind myself of that. And I think everybody needs to remind themselves of that. And you don't need to hustle to show someone that you're worthy of love, to show someone that you're worthy for a job or to try really, really, really hard because you have to get good grades because if you don't, you're not enough. And mm-hmm. all of these external things aren't a real reflection of who you are as a person. Your, your opinion of yourself, I think, is the most important reflection of who you are, I think. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think you make some really strong points there. And I think especially now, um, and I know like a lot of my audience it are consist of, you know, high school students. And, um, you know, in high school right now, a lot of these students are kind of just, they feel pressure or they feel pushed to really just do everything. And so um, I definitely think that's not the best mindset to have. And I definitely agree with everything that you kind of just brought up there. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And so mm. before we end today, I think it would be really awesome to just kind of hear about some of the future plans that you have, whether that's for your projects or for your personal life, and maybe just your personal goals as well. Yeah, it's so interesting. During this episode, I realized how connected my personal life and my very personal feelings, emotions, and experiences are connected to my podcast and my blog. They are um, a physical production of my personal life, basically. Um, And I have always had a dream to write a book to have many people read my blog, to monetize my podcast and be able to make money off of it and have it be my career. But at the same time, I, I was, I think, you know, it's it, subconsciously my brain was going and going as it always is um, and thinking like, well, I don't want to take away from the creativity of it. And I think that's a fear I have if I was to pursue this full time is that I, I would lose that um, freedom in it even because there's a lot like like you said everybody you know I think high school students everybody nowadays is experiencing so much pressure to yeah. do everything and that's just totally it's gonna drive us all absolutely mad we're gonna just like keep digging a hole that we can never get out of um, and that's something I personally struggle with and so right now I am slowly working through my psychology degree and trying not to put pressure on myself to speed through it and get it all done. I'm also, I'm working right now. I'm an assistant for a YouTuber. Her name is Lizzie Pierce. She is also based in Toronto and her husband, Chris Howe, they're both YouTubers and I'm about to manage their couple's YouTube channel and I make TikToks for her and I do a lot of administrative stuff and I absolutely love that job and it really translates into what I put into my podcast. So I just want to continue that, gain more confidence with it, learn as much as I can, one day move out of my parents' home, which would be (laughs) wonderful. I I live downtown Toronto for a bit, but um, definitely going to move back downtown is a goal of mine. And just continuing to post things on the podcast that I feel really called to share and 
gaining more listeners would bring me a lot of joy because I would just hopefully be reaching more people and impacting their life in a positive way. So nothing too extreme, which is good thinking about hustle culture and how I'm not pushing myself to like go absolutely crazy, which I do do sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that all sounds really amazing, really exciting. So I absolutely wish you luck on all of that. Um, And do you have just any last pieces of advice you want to leave the audience with as well? Yeah, especially um, the fact that you said primary, like most of your listeners are high school students. Uh, If I was to talk to myself in high school, I would, I actually have to tell myself this now too. Um, So not just in high school, but there is no right or wrong answer to what you're going to do with your life. I think the only wrong answer is if you're not, if it's not something you're passionate about, if it's something that someone else is telling you what to do, that it may be quote unquote wrong because you aren't doing it for yourself. But truly, if you are choosing a career path to go down, there is no right or wrong answer. You can change it anytime. There are so many external factors that can influence our decisions. But at the end of the day, you know what's right for you. Your body will tell you what's right for you if you sit in silence enough or if you connect with yourself in a way that feels good for you. And we just need to get better at trusting ourselves. Any advice someone gives you, any advice I'm going to give you right now, it might not resonate and only you will know what's truly best for you. So that's what I would say. No, you're not going to do the wrong thing because there's no wrong career path to choose in life, um, I think. And trust yourself and also be patient. Enjoy the process. Don't like speed through your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Again, super amazing way to put that. Really great advice again. Um, yeah, are there any platforms or specific social media you'd like to shout out as well before we end? Yes, for sure. Thank you for having me. One, this has been amazing. And if anyone is curious to listen more about the things I'm posting and the things I'm saying, um, Human to Human is on all streaming platforms, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. My blog um, and my website that also has everything is www.jessicajm.com. And I love connecting with people on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Jessica J. McDonald. My last name is spelled like the fast food chain, M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Um, and my podcast Instagram is at human to human pod. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone definitely check those out. And yeah, thank you so much again for being a guest today and just sharing these new perspectives with the audience. Of course, I find I learn so much um, when I come on as a guest onto shows. So I really appreciate the opportunity. I wish you all the best in your podcast journey as well. Um, And I'm so excited that we got to do this recording.